this is Brian Tapper from Diamond Head. Absolute pleasure to meet you. You've been like a metal icon for me for many, many years. I remember first hearing Diamond Head back in 1981, 82, Tommy Vance. Uh-huh. And sort of followed you since then. Obviously, lineups have changed since then, and we're now in 2016. How would you say the tour's been going so far? Great. Uh, we've been on the road on and off since April, and uh, I don't know how many gigs we've done, but we've been around Europe. Uh, you know, we've played some of the places we've never been before. We've been to Malta and Ibiza, uh, we've done Sweden Rock, we've done Bloodstock. It's been great. Uh, you know, some of the gigs. Oh, they aren't all as good as your blood stocks and that, but uh, we, you know, we keep going. We uh, we just keep going as best we can. Really, it's a it's a great band. I always feel it gets better and better as well. You know, yeah. and I mean, Ross has been in the band just over two years now, and I can definitely see uh, how he's improved. You know, his yeah. stage presence, his uh, his confidence uh, as being a frontman, because he's never done this sort of thing before. Really, really? this yeah. album. It's the first album he's ever done. He's never had to write a whole album of lyrics, and he's never kind of fronted a, you know, a, a, a decent-sized rock band before, mm-hmm. and doing this kind of touring. Uh, how was Bloodstock in Sweden Rock? Yeah, great. Both great festivals. Very well run. We've done Sweden Rock before. We've done Bloodstock before, and they were both, you know, a pleasure to go back to. Um, it seemed like a long gap between the two. Uh, you know, when we first did Bloodstock in 2002, and then it, I don't for some reason 14 years went by before we got to do it again. But uh, it, great to do. I, <coughs> we always enjoy things like that. They always the highlights in your tour. You know, you look yeah. forward to those sort of gigs. How does it make you feel then when you like look out into the crowd and there's not just dads, there's dads there with dads? <laughs> How does that make you feel? It's great, you know, it, it, it just means that you, you know, you've got some songs that uh, sort of stood the test of time and when when younger generation gets into them, they, uh, they can appreciate the work, I, I guess, that's gone into them and uh, uh, the quality of the writing, that's all, that's all I can take from it, that, that it's not dated, it's not out of step with what's what's going on it's just uh it's become classic i suppose rasmus it's like i'm going to use this analogy <laughs> rasmus is like a metal viagra for diamond head <laughs> fair comment yeah that's fair comment he, he has given it a, a shot in the arm definitely uh, added a lot of energy uh, he's he's got a fantastic range and uh, i really like his sound the sound of his voice I, I always think i know a good singer when i hear one and when I heard his voice, I, initially I just wanted a singer that could do justice to the, the Diamond Egg catalogue because we've got a load of gigs coming up. But uh, after a while we started talking about, you know, writing. Uh, and uh, we, I'm glad we did, you know, having a new album out has, has given us a, you know, a new, a new platform and a new energy and uh, it generated so much positive press. People seem to be really liking the album, which. I didn't really expect. Are there any plans to lay down some old Diamond Head tracks with Rasmus? Uh, not, no, not really. I mean, we're doing live. Yeah. You know, so, you know, Ras sings his version of, of the classic Diamond songs. But uh, well, I don't think we'd want to record them. We might, you know, maybe a live That'd be good. album, DVD. I'm not a big fan of live albums, but you never know. Uh, would you actually say then that this is the best Diamond Head lineup ever? 
I, now, I don't know, I think it sounds great, I think everybody's great, but there is a kind of romantic ideal about the original line of the, the, the line of the recorded Lightning to the Nations and Borrowed Time and Canterbury. That line of, you know, you know, in an ideal world, that lineup would still be going. In, you know, like a band like U2, it's still their original line, 40 years later, fantastic. But it's so rare that that happens. And uh, it just didn't happen for Diamond, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, Carly in the left, and, you know, this, that, and that, and, you know, this, that, and the other happens. It's very hard to keep a band together. But over the years, you know, this, this lineup has evolved to what it is now and it's so strong you can really rely on each other and, and uh, every you know there's compliments uh, everybody compliments each other i think i feel i mean you formed way back in 1976 i mean so you must have been what six or seven years old when you formed <laughs> thank you <laughs> thinking back to 1976 i mean back then we didn't have the internet we didn't have iphones we didn't have half of well, most of the people got the day that we used um, did you ever think that your band would be so strong and so still relevant in today's metal no, world? of course not. No idea. I mean, heavy metal, the term, hadn't even been invented, had it? There was sort of no metal festivals, there was oh, no. no metal magazines. Uh, it was just rock and progressive rock. And then uh, we were kind of trying to do the, you know, the music we loved and the music we grew up with was the 70s bands. Incredible bands came out in the 70s, as you know, the Zeppelins, the, you know, Black Sabbath, etc. And uh, so we had a high benchmark to try and compete with or to at least try and do something you know, as great as Black Sabbath, if, if possible, you can you can only aim high, yeah. and uh, I think that that helped us. Uh, you know, to to with our writing, you know, we we wanted to be you know the next Led Zeppelin or whatever it was, yeah. uh, and so we were we were aiming for the stars really. You know, little did we know that the the bands of the seventies would still be revered today and uh, still be influencing bands today. Uh, and, and, and little did we know that Diamond Ed would still be going. I could not see into the next year, really. You, you, you kind of concentrated on your next gig and the next song, and it's very difficult to see beyond that. Back then, though, were you a band that sort of like lived the rock and roll lifestyle? Set the model up as a band, as a business, and then he's never drunk, and there was Dee Schneider. So, is that how like Diamond Head always wanted to be, or did you enjoy and have a rock and roll party? No, we didn't really have a rock and roll party. Um, we didn't really know anything about business, so we didn't fall into either of those categories. We were probably just, you know, naive kids trying to play music, you know, trying to make music, trying to trying to be great, like like our heroes. Uh, and we didn't understand the business and we, we signed terrible deals and, and did the wrong thing from time to time. But all we had was, was talent and energy and, you know, an, an ambition. We were quite ambitious to, you know, let's try and 
be the best band in the world, you know. So, so that's all you can do, really. But I didn't understand, you know, what publishing was or, you know, the value of things like merchandise and uh, the brand and consistency. There's so many things I've learned over the years. Yeah, it's sort of like, sometimes it's better if you like to learn as you go along, I guess, isn't it? I guess, I, there was nobody to teach me. What do you think then you would have been doing if you'd never been in a band? Well, when I left school I was a car mechanic. So I, I did that for about four years until I was able to leave and do Diamond in full time. Uh, so, I, I mean, I could be doing that, but it sounds a terribly, you know, mundane life compared to being in a band, doesn't it? You know, people uh, aspire to tour the world and play rock and roll and what don't I? So I just figure it's what I do best. So I don't think there's anything really I could have turned my hand to. I'm not particularly good at DIY or gardening or, you know, there any other skill. I just, I've spent so long working on the guitar, 40 odd years of practice, 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 that it's my skill, this is my skill, and it, you don't know if I'm in Diamond Dead or if I'm in another band, but that I'll just do this to the best of my ability. Now there's um, a newer, newer, new wave of British heavy metal out and about at the moment. There's a band called Seven Sisters from London. Have you come across them at all yet? No, nothing. I've heard the name. Yeah, they're fantastic. But I haven't heard the band. Oh, honestly. Great. It takes you straight back to like my youth. But then you look at them and they're younger, about like 18, 19 year old lads, it's amazing. That's really, great, that's good really news. Fantastic band. I think there's a few others out there. I think there's been too many bands playing metal, you know, the thrash metal, the mm. detune, the growly vocals. You can't all become, you know, the next Metallica or the next Slayer, whatever. I just think that market's been a bit flooded. It's why aren't there more bands like, you know, Queen or, yeah. you know, there's tons of great bands and it could be like if you, if you can find the right singer, exactly. write some songs, but exactly. I don't know. You go to Canada and the USA soon as well. How excited are you about that? Yeah, great. Uh, it's been the fourth tour we've done in the past five years, yeah. so I kind of know what to expect. You know, the first time you go, it's exciting and yeah. you don't, it's all amazing, you know. Uh, but uh, a lot of it is traveling. You can be doing 10 hours a day in the van, uh, you get to the gig. Sometimes we'd, we'd get to the gig at 10 o'clock at night because we've been traveling all day and you have to wait for the support band to finish. You set up, no sound check, go, you know. It, it can be tiring, you've got to try and eat properly, get some sleep. Uh, you know, I'm no spring chicken. It's great when you're 21, you can do what you like, can't you? Stop up all night. Catches up with you. <laughs> yeah, but it's, you know, when you reach 50, you just have to start taking care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, totally. At least more. 50. Then. Okay. <laughs> I can agree more, I know. It's going to be, have to be something amazingly special to better the last album, I had plans, writing one. Wow, amazingly special. <laughs> um, I've got ideas, I'm always, yeah. I'm always coming up with ideas, and yeah. we've got stuff that, that I've kept from, you know, the past eight, nine years, really. There's a few songs that we, we considered for the last album, but they weren't complete. They didn't have a chorus, or they only had an intro, or something like that. And so they would be shelved, uh, and those can be revisited and reworked. I've often done that. I've gone back to songs that I've already kind of started, 
and then I will work on those and try and get them up to a, a level. The movie in Diamond Head today, what's the movie like? Yeah. Really good, yeah. We played last night in uh, York. We've yeah. got six gigs in the UK on the trot. Then we have a few weeks off and then we go to America. So yeah, we've just been playing on and off since April. So it's a good mood. You know, it's great. We're enjoying it. We enjoy each other's company, which is nice.
but I had a couple of years now, haven't you? Mm -hmm. How would you say you've been accepted by the Diamond Head fans? It's a mixed ball, to be honest. You have. It's hard to please everyone. There are some fans that will hold on to that original lineup idea. You know, it is it is big shoes to fill, no doubt about it. It's a huge legacy, and there's so much important music to kind of justify live and also just studio wherever we do it but um, it's a mixed bag you know we have I've, I've had some people you know give me the, just a full-on finger at live shows and I, last time not last time we were in Germany but when we were in Germany before then I think July some girls kind of snuck behind stage and slapped me in the face and pushed me around and said I'd, I'd ruined diamond head oh. and stuff like that. but you know it's a mixed it's a mixed ball you know and you can't please everyone and that's just a fact. Some people will hold on to that kind of romantic idea of an original lineup, and it is a nice story. That thing about you know a band coming together from high school and growing up to be this huge, huge thing, which is larger than life. And people hold on to what they know as what they grew up with. It is yeah. that romantic idea of, of almost reliving your childhood, what you remember when you were kind um, of young. Listen to that. But for me, like um, being a fan since 1981. Honestly, I think the last album is probably the best Diamond Head release ever, in my humble opinion. Thank you. And, you know, you've added a modern twist to new wave British, British heavy metal in many ways. And it's just something that I think everyone should sort of like grasp and think, fuck yeah, this is brilliant. Okay, it's not the same singer, but at least he's still singing the songs. Mm -hmm. At least Brian's still out there, do you know? So, yeah. I think, I mean, um I, we have a lot of hardcore fans that have been uh, with the band for a long time as well. And, yeah. You know, I always kind of very humbly just go and seek their opinion because yeah. they've been there from the beginning. They've seen everything step by step by step and know all the small details and all the personal details yeah. as well. The band, you know. And you know, if they're happy and they say it's great, then I'll trust their opinion. Exactly. So it's going to be. I don't know. I mean, so far I think it's about be bold enough to say maybe ninety-five percent of. The fans who have heard me sing the old stuff are, are happy. Mm -hmm. so, you know. But also, I think it's very important to sing the songs uh, as correctly as possible. I don't want to sound like Sean, no. I don't want to sound like Nick, mm -hmm. but whenever I do sing any of their material that they wrote and put their kind of heart and soul into, yeah. I think it's very important to, to justify it as yeah. much in detail and step. Uh, and how, how the fans know that, you know? If you uh -huh. don't sing it the right way, the fans are going to go, ooh, I, I don't know what he's doing. From the new album, how many songs are you trying to get out there on a night and do you have a personal favourite from the new album today? Well, my personal favourite is still Silence. Silence was kind of my baby on the album. I took a lot of charge of that track from, from the most part of it. You know, We all did it together but it was kind of the song that we hadn't written at all until we were in the studio. Even the guide track is me kind of directing the sections and dynamics and trying to... Um, yeah, it's directed like a... Uh, a musical director would do, you know, yeah, yeah. or conductor. Uh, so that's my favorite. We haven't played that one yet because right. it is heavy in the orchestral section that I did. So right. we will do that at some point if mm -hmm. we get to a point of using a back track or if we can afford yeah, exactly. <laughs> the orchestra. Um, we are kind of in between tracks. We, we kind of try to go out with three songs at a time, but mm -hmm. we stepped it up now because, I mean, we are promoting the album. So sure. we are doing about five tracks tonight, I think. Really? Oh, yeah. Get it. Shout of the Devil? We are doing Shout of the Devil. When I first saw that on the album, I was like, 
Motley Crue. Is he covering Motley Crue? <laughs> you know, I mean, a lot of people give me shit for that title, but to be honest, it's what worked. And you know, so many other people have had titles that have the same title. You know, just because a man like Motley Crue writes a great song like They Shout Hell does not mean that they own the fucking title. Exactly. So, you know, and honestly, I had actually not even heard that song before. Really? So I was like, well, that's what works for me, so that's the title. <laughs> people don't like it, that's their problem. So before you go on stage tonight, how are you gonna how do you warm your voice up? Do you drink a bottle of J D or no. just like water? No, I'm a trained singer by profession, so I've uh, I've uh, I have a degree in vocals and performance, so um, I try and take good care of my voice. I usually try and hydrate as much as possible water through the day. I have this special Singaporean ginger tea concoction right, okay. that I always have, it's kind of a secret weapon, but I usually do like between depends on the situation. I might go away for half an hour, I might go away for 10 minutes or longer. Uh, it depends on how I'm feeling on the day. So right. I have a lot of exercise I go through. Sometimes I just need to check that my top notes are there because some of the, I mean, it's my own fucking fault. I wrote some melodies that are pretty damn high. <laughs> so, you know, like uh, Shout of the Devil, yeah. I think it's a C sharp, and uh, See Your Rise, which we'll be playing tonight, is like an E flat, right. which is just like a ball buster of a note. So. Right, well, I'm going to let you rest your voice now. I've just got one more quick question to ask you. When you played Bloodstock in Sweden, what, yeah. when you looked out at the crowd, what was that feeling like for you? It's great, it just feels like home. It, I, I, just, I, I personally work better on a bigger stage. If on a small stage I feel really confined, okay. I'm kind of slightly claustrophobic. <laughs> I, I don't like small stages. Not, I mean, small crowds, it's great. It doesn't matter whether it's a small or big crowd, we still always try to put the same stuff out of the bag and so do I. Um, but I mean, for me, the bigger the crowds, the bigger the stage, the more explosive I am. So. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you and thanks for taking the time. No problem.